0: rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin
1: alright what's happening everybody my name is Tara Devlin what is not happening Jesus help us Jesus take the wheel already right If I wish if there was a Jesus he better get his ass back here quickly what, what's this yeah because um, it's getting pretty scary out there. Let me fix this a little bit. My name is Tara Devlin, and this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and un- humanity. <laughs> and that's what it means to be a, uh, a normal person, a Democrat, a progressive, a liberal, someone capable of functioning in the type of free society that republicans can only pretend to love because in every republican heart every chest excuse me beats the heart of fascism okay and um if you're the person who <laughs> i talked about this the other day uh, someone post i said that on one of the videos and some republican posted i am a republican and i have never nor ever ever nor nor had a fascist thought in my head um uh, excuse me i beg to differ if you vote for fascists and you cheer fascists and you allow fascists to get power so they can pull their republican fascist dirty tricks and stop people from voting and destroy the the government that the founders entrusted to us yeah you're a fascist i don't care if you didn't you you think you'd never had a fascist thought in your head obviously you did when you went and pushed the button or pulled the lever for the fascist you're just like the good germans who said oh no not me i never supported hitler trust me you will go down in history like them and it's not going to be pretty. The, the history will revile the Trumpansy like uh, like the good Germans who um, greased their fascist autocrat into in, in, to power. Uh, guys, guys, already we got a chat room happening at YouTube.com/slash C for channel slash If you're on any other channel, come on in and hang out with the with the cool crowd and thank you richard w already right out of the gate for your super chat another great show tara i just love that that's very funny um because we didn't even begin the show so thank you for your um confidence i hope i wish i was as confident and thank you jim for your super chat as always jim puts the cover charge on the table Thank you guys, and of course, become a patron at Patreon.com/TaraDevlin. I think those will probably be my last words on the planet. Maybe one day. Hopefully not. Hopefully, we'll have enough patrons. I can stop constantly saying it. So, if you can become a patron at Patreon.com/TaraDevlin before I, I don't know, step off this mortal coil. We're trying. We're doing the best we can. And thank you Haiku for your super chat and also for being the moderator in the Tarabuster chat room. And what other plugs do we have? Um, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes Stitcher of course, we're on rockfin.com so you become a you can sign up for a membership or you can watch free stuff over there too bundled up with other shows like Lee Camp and I don't know who else, Ron Placone, Jimmy Dore, me, whatever. And um, who else? What else? Oh, yeah, FYI Nation, Um, you know, that's another independent liberal radio station or podcast, video, you know what I'm saying? Independent liberal media station, and they will be going back to more live programming on uh starting monday actually at 8 p.m from 8 to midnight every day there will be live original programming so you can hang out there that join the conversation chat room all of that and uh thomas reynolds really kicking ass over there trying to do his part to make the world a better place um, another plug. I will be on Thomas's show on Tuesday at 8 p.m. So yeah, y'all. That's those are plugs right now. I forgot the name of Thomas's show. Right now, I, he told me. I'm looking it up. Doubting Tom. Yeah, that's it. Doubting Tom. Okay, 8 p.m. FYI Nation. What else? What else? Oh yeah, whatever. Um that's it we, this isn't a show just about plugs if you want to if you are a patron by the way you guys know it um, send me a, a message or a supporter a general supporter um, send me a message at Media at gmail.com and if you send me uh, your address and your, and your name I, and, and a request for a mug one of the Tarabuster mugs it will be put in the mail. All right. Because I appreciate all the work that you guys do. Because this is a community show. We stick together, we win. That's that's the rallying cry. It's the mission statement of this show, but also, hopefully, of the, the country. I, I believe that. That truly is the mission statement. That's what E Pluribus Unum is. That's what pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other is. And we're, we've yet to actualize the promises in our founding documents, which are, uh, for all the hypocrisy of those who created them, have uh, pretty beautiful promises or uh, a vision of the kind of society we can be with the work, if we put in the work. And last show we were discussing an article about how the um this person who studies psychological uh, it was a psychological uh, the p- politi- political psychological association whatever i can't exactly remember the the name of the organization but in this guy wrote an article saying that he does not believe or no no it was a a speaker whatever i'm not i'm not uh, saying this correctly i'm not relaying the story as as adeptly as I should, but the, the point of it was that these scholars of uh, political science and psychology were saying that um, we're doomed, that, um, and, and like what I say all the time, that d- democracy requires a commitment, it requires work, it requires people to be informed, and it also requires things that certainly you don't really have to do, but there has to be the the environment, and that me that includes truth. There has to be an agreement on truth, and we don't have that. So we have one political party that is basically um, it's it's working not just basically the the, the mission s- statement, the unspoken mission statement of the Republican Party now is to destroy democracy. there's there's no getting around it. All you got to do just put in the uh, just the this the symptoms and that's the recipe for autocracy. All of the ingredients are there. And that's right, Kevin on the chat, capitalism destroys democracy. absolutely and that's why. We believe in uh, regulated capitalism. That's, all, that's what democratic socialism is. It's just regulating capitalism. So it knows its place in the hierarchy because we're, the government, we, the people, we're supposed to take precedent. The general welfare should take precedence over the um, individual greed of uh, a handful of people. And I just saw this tweet, actually. Where was it? On, well, on Twitter, obviously, but Robert Reich, the former, wait, where is it? Robert Reich, Reich and he summed it up. The, uh, former Secretary of Labor in the Clinton administration, and he says billionaires rocketing off to space isn't a sign of progress. It's a sign of grotesque inequality that allows a few to leave Earth behind while the rest of humanity suffers. But um, he pinned that to the top of his his uh, Twitter feed. But where is it? It's not that one. Um, where is it? But he basically said billionaires go into space is, no, is nothing to be applauded. It is a symptom of everything that's wrong. Let's, oh, here it is. Right here. He's, he writes I don't know who needs to hear this, but billionaires jetting off to space while the planet burns isn't a sign of progress, it's a sign of decline. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. A lot is a lot's going on right now. Okay, we'll wait for the music. Hold on. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk. All right. This is Tara Devlin. Guys, guys, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Excuse me. Um. Right now, Twitler is having another Nuremberg rally. And um, I've been monitoring the social media feeds to see, I mean, like we need to hear the latest offense. But if you look at some of the, the pictures, let's see, Trump rally. Let's see, Trump rally. Let's look. Oh, first of all, they're... They gave a standing ovation to um, Hearst Vessel. Oh, I mean Ashley Babbitt and uh, Ashley Babbitt's mother. Excuse me, uh, because they're turning her into a martyr, like all fascist movements do. They need their martyrs. Ashley Babbitt, the traitor who stormed the Capitol and got herself her dead her, herself made into a dead ass. Sorry, she's. Um, I'm, I feel bad for her up to the point where she's, she's a dupe. Obviously, there has to be a lot of s- screws loose to believe the con man. And um, the, the, more sh- the most shocking thing to me in general about the Trump and Z movement, so to speak, is that there are, there are so many of them. But they are a minority. It's, it's 35% of uh, the country, f- for the most part. It's not the majority by any means, but, just, but it's just like in Nazi Germany. When Hitler took over the, the chancellorship, he, was, he bullied himself into the chancellorship, the Nazi only had a 31% share of the German parliament, so he was never a majority party same thing with with uh, our fascists uh, our fascist movement they they're not a majority they're a very loud bunch of whiners that's for sure and they're professional victims of course but that's also that that is in keeping with the fascist line fascism that's part of the tactic you not all, even though you are the oppressor you claim the mantle of the oppressed, and there, thereby, excusing all your bad behavior as self-defense. So that's what they do. It's you don't have to be, you know, uh, a, you don't have to be a genius to figure it. Out. It's just, just tick the boxes. They, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a damn duck. And if it acts like a fascist, lies like a fascist. Has a a uh, authoritarian wannabe dictator lying uh, has a cult like feel to the whole thing. I mean, because this is a cult at this point, and that's what the Nazis were as well. It was like a cult had taken over the German government, and um, I, I I think I told you the story once when I was volunteering for New York Cares, and I met someone who was also volunteering that day but they were here uh, as a on a student visa from germany and this was during the george w bush so it was a while ago and i started asking her about her, her opinions on bush and the war the illegal war and she said that um her Her parents, when she came over, they encouraged her not to, not to speak, not to talk about politics with anybody, so so as not to get into an argument with people. But she, it always struck me because she said it was. And we started talking. I was, you know, telling her, I'm not, um, I'm not one of, uh, I'm not an idiot. So I was against George W. Bush, and so. We started talking, and she was saying how it was very um, difficult for the German people at the time because they didn't go along with the Iraq war. And they said, and the way she put it was interesting because she said, usually the German people um, went along with whatever the Americans did because, and she said, they liberated us from the nazis and I, that always struck me as an interesting way to put it that the america so she as a german citizen was um framed the nazi the whole nazi uh takeover of the weimar republic as uh you know as it as being liberated as an occupation and the allies liberated germany so um However, that fits into the um, denial of the responsibility. But obviously, we're talking about a few generations later. And anyway, the the whole point is is that it is a cult, just like any other autocratic movement. And all over the globe, we've discussed this. Autocracies are on the rise. And they fit into what we're dealing with right now. You, it's, the, the similarities should wake you up screaming in the middle of the night as they do me. Trust me. I, I see this uh, like an on... It's not a light at the end of the tunnel. It's an oncoming goddamn train. If we do not actively and deliberately overthrow this fascist movement it will um i don't know if it's not successful it will uh take a lot of us with them that's for sure i mean it might be it might be success what i really fear is what what's going on right now with the the republicans taking using the big lie to install their flunkies and take out the take out all the Republican well the Republican secretaries of state that voted to certify Joe Biden and wouldn't go along with the big lie. take them and remove them. like Brad Raffensberger, who's no hero. He's not he's no um, champion for uh, a democracy. just ask Greg Pallas about that. He's but 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 he wouldn't cross that line and go uh and overthrow a an election that he knew twitler lost but just like we read in uh, all of the we read an article the other day about how the autocrats in different countries how they began their rise include which included negating or um are uh, insinuating and asserting that the election that they lost was, uh, was rigged, that they had been, um, that the election was stolen, that there was voter fraud and everything that we're dealing with now. This is not a coincidence. It's like, that's, this is what happens in an autocratic coup. So if we do not actively and deliberately stop it we're doomed we are damn doomed and you know what also i I talk about this a lot because it gets on my nerves but just just even earlier watching corporate media they know this they talk about the anti-democratic small d democratic strain in the republican party and they'll do one story on that and then the, the next story will be about Joe Biden's being be, trying to get bipartisan vote it doesn't make any sense to me if this is a, a an anti-democratic coup right then what are we what are we worrying about bipartisan votes with the traitors? it's so it's, it's alarming. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And it is, it's alarming to deal with the, the cognitive dissonance, the mixed messages. And that's what it is. That's why a lot of people tune out, too. Because you have to, if, if this is a, um, a, a national crisis that we're up against the, this anti-democratic wannabe dictator... In, in currently um, leading a coup uh, then what are we talking about? There's nothing else on the table at this point. What are you talking about? Are you going to get bipartisan votes from who are you going vi- to find somebody to vote for infrastructure? How? Why? Wait, 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 wait. We got one thing to do. That is to stop the coup. So what are we talking about? Because in one breath you're you're warning people about the dangerous fascist, anti-democratic uh, new Republican Party. You're warning them th- about the big lie, and in the next breath you're you're basically um, giving the Republican Party legitimacy you're you're saying that they're an autocratic cult that's overturning democracy and stopping trying to stop people from voting based on a lie from a wannabe dictator and that all over the country they're re- removing people who stopped the um, the coup and they're replacing them with people with flunkies and in the in the next breath, you're saying that we should, we should find have some votes from these fucking people. What are you talking about? How is this? Um, how do these two things mesh together? No wonder, you know what I mean. And this is why I feel like at times I get very despondent about it. I'm like, we're doomed here. This is we're doomed, you know. Because it's like a sick family with a, 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 an identified patient, right? As somebody in recovery, you guys know, I talk about that. When you're, when you're an addict in recovery or when you're an active uh, alcoholic or addict or whatever, you're the identified patient, but everybody's sick. Everybody in the family is sick. And sometimes those family members keep you sick. They might enable you... They might give you money. They might buy you bullshit. They might bail you out of jail or whatever when you get pulled over for drunk driving or whatever it might be. Not that I ever did that happened to me, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, that's how you keep the sick person sick, but the whole family sick. And that's what it feels like here, living in this country. It's like, okay, we know there's a problem. There's a—we gotta—let's talk about—we have to talk about the Republican Party. Let's talk about it. Um, okay, there's a big problem. They're no longer a small-D Democratic Party. They're a autocratic-following death cult, anti-Democratic <laughs> death cult. I mean, that has no, no um, adherence. They have no respect for— the 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 system that the founders entrusted to is not at all that's how we ended up with January 6th they have no respect for the government no respect for people who work for the government there's all of those ingredients that you need to have a functioning democracy they have eliminated so how how do you expect us to overcome this this problem this life threatening problem when the whole country seems una- unable to face freaking facts not not the whole country i guess not us we face the facts that's what's so frustrating but but on the corporate media they have the large platforms this is crazy making uh, or am i am i missing something here i don't know how do you guys feel about it cuz i'm like I want to scream when this happens. There should be no discussion. What are you talking about? We need bipartisan votes from traitors. God damn it. The traitors who didn't certify Joe Biden's election after being attacked by the mob, by the unhinged mob that was incited by the traitors, big lie. And... We, you want to get some votes from them, those Oh uh, I mean, oh, come on. They are, they're, they're doing the rehab of the party that has no interest in being in rehab, so to speak. They don't want to be rehabbed. No. Uh, the, the, the Democratic Party, it seems, has a, a bigger interest in, uh, in the uh, public relations of the republican party they want they're trying to make them into something they're not like uh don't get me going about nancy pelosi pining for the republicans the oh and then even today again joe biden i heard him speaking today same Effing thing. What was he saying? He was going on about this isn't about Democrats and Republicans. This is about America. I mean, how many fucking times do we have to hear that? You don't hear this shit coming from the Republicans. They don't, because they don't care. You, All you hear is the Republicans, they'll go on about how um, uh, voter fraud or some uh, people are questioning. Like they'll just they just spread lies or they'll say for example like Kevin McCarthy he meets with Joe Biden in uh, in the oval office they have a nice meeting supposedly and then he comes out next uh, and 5 minutes after he leaves the oval office an email blast goes out to all of his cult followers saying i just met with the corrupt Joe Biden so Tell me these people are, um, they're sincere. They have no interest in democracy. I don't know. I, I think I say that as much as I say, please become a patron. My God. <sighs> yes. J Elza on the chat. My stepmom paid for my brother's heroin addiction for 10 years. That's not, not an, um, not a surprise. I hear this story. All the time. This is what happens in families. Well, if I don't pay, was, he's going to go do something stupid. And meanwhile, you know, the best thing you could do for somebody is uh, let them. Well, you don't want them to die, but let them hit bottom. Wake them up. Denial. Get the uh, Nothing wakes you up out of denial like uh, hitting bottom, that's for sure. And that's how i feel about this country what are we talking about here with joe biden and all every time they any of the democrats get in front of a camera we got to hear how this isn't about republicans and democrats this is about americans stop 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 pining for these for these cultists like battered spouses pining for an abuser that's what it is it's unbelievable and it's killing us. Ultimately, it will destroy this country. If we're uh, in that much of a catastrophe, as they seem to be aware of, uh, then let's focus. Focus on the catastrophe. Let's get get rid of all—frickin' Do, do f- pass the federal, federal protections for voting rights that's what we're trying to do in spite of i mean i know i know Kristen cinema and joe manch i mean oh, those two please it's uh the whole thing is bizarre and i mean i wish it was just like the uh, just bizarre it's uh disgusting but Speaking of disgusting, there's a couple of things we want to talk about tonight. I wanted to, I just wanted to um, play the video of the guy confronting Tucker Carlson. Just so a couple of things I want to, I want to talk about that Kavanaugh thing because I did a little video about it, but we'll get into it a little more. But here is a, a man who, who is a true patriot true american modeling what uh what uh, what all patriots should should do when confronting a disgusting waste of human dna like tucker chicken swanson con con man america hating carlson oh wait wrong video wrong video wrong video that's another video i wanted to play that um the daily show put together where is it? Here it is. Here's the one.
0: don't even... I don't
1: care, man. Okay, just Hold on. It might be hard to hear, actually, now that I'm playing it for people on the podcast. Wait, hold on. I can make this smaller. He says, you are the worst human being on the planet. And Tucker is... Um, at first, got that, that his patent, his patented stupid look. Hold on, I'll be right back. All right, let's go on. We're listening to the video and watching the video of Tucker Carlson being confronted by a true American. I want you to, uh, to this thing, to the United States everything else in this world he's saying i just i i think it's hard to hear but he's saying uh well tucker is go- has his hand on the guy's chest and he's going i don't want to debate you it's kind of hard to hear all of it but the um the main points stand out because he's the the patriot is saying i don't care what you think you are the worst human being on the planet and all, and then he goes on saying how you hurt the United States, all the people you hurt. Let's see. I don't care that
2: you're not here. What you have done to people's
0: families, what you have done to everybody
1: else. What you have done to everybody else. Son. Don't call him son if they want. And then he calls him son. But that's how normal people have to uh, confront Republicans, and, uh, you know, we talked about this before, and the Republicans are all whiny little fascists. So they're, they say, uh, they pull out uh, Maxine Waters saying, she called for violence. She never called for violence. Of course, Republicans. I mean, what a shock. They're, they're misinterpreting what she says. What a, what a shock, right? Uh, what sh- w- Maxine Waters said was, confront them get in their faces just like uh, that's our duty that's our patriotic duty why should these fascists walk around unmolested okay i'm not saying touch them but they should feel the uncomfortability of the of the things that they do the consequences of their actions that's part of speaking of recovery that's part of recovery in general you know the shame is an important feeling the goddess of nature gave us these emotions so we can live together we're supposed to because we are a interdependent species there's no this is another thing why the republicans everything that they stand for is bullshit because there's the rugged individual, good get lost then go go hang out on a desert island and leave us alone, leave the the human beings alone. Because human beings are a we're a social species and we need each other. You know babies die when they're not held. The worst. Torture you could get you could inflict on someone is put them in solitary confinement. So, when they talk about rugged individualism, what they're talking about, which we know, is selfishness. That's it. The search for the superior moral justification for not giving a crap about anybody else but themselves, and what part of *E pluribus unum* don't they understand? Of course they don't. So when we um when uh, maxine waters said get in their faces yeah get in their faces when they start start ripping babies from the arms of their mothers committing basically crimes against humanity that's what that is um we have a duty an obligation to stand up and say oh i'm sorry you you came here to the apple store you wanted to buy uh, some whatever an ipad or whatever uh, well you suck you're a fascist prick and you should be ashamed of yourself that's it shame if they have the capacity for shame let them feel it because the community th- this is how the community keeps people in check right don't you think if s- certain behaviors just in your just like in life If you do something stupid and you feel stupid about it, don't do that again. Humans have the mother nature put that in us. So it helps regulate our uh, communities and our behavior. So if you, that's why we feel empathy. We can put ourselves into the shoes of others normal healthy human beings can do that not not twitler or steve bannon or uh, steven miller not them because they're broken they're broken ass people and not tucker carlson because he's a scumbag he's there is no i mean they're all scumbags really but tucker carlson i mean come on Think about the the people who watch his show. He's got a popular show. And that's what's killing this country. It's like Father Coughlin, but worse. Except now, I mean, it seems, I guess, Father Coughlin would be jealous of the the reach and the influence that Tucker effing Swanson, Chicken Boy, Chicken Murder, and Carlson... Has over the dumbasses. Now, th- let's uh, let me play. Actually, that let's just play the some of the video from the Daily Show. Uh, it's about how um, horrible Tucker Carlson is.
0: Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. No, 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 no! Don't you now? Don't you out. Let's talk about Tucker Carlson. Fox News host and America's dickish stepbrother. Yesterday, Fox announced that Carlson will be an even bigger presence at the network with a podcast and a series of specials. But the question is, how did Tucker Carlson become the legend that he is today? Well, to find out, here's the first installment of our brand new segment, The Daily Showography.
2: What makes a legendary journalist? Gravitas, honesty, eyes so piercing they can give you a nose ring, no, it's adaptability. And no one's better at that than Tucker Carlson, man of a thousand faces, <laughs> but also somehow only one face. Ugh,
1: Tucker A punchable Swanson face. Legally and peacefully punchable. His
2: father was a journalist and U.S. ambassador to the Seychelles, a popular vacation spot for people's money. His stepmom was an heiress to Swanson Frozen Foods, a heritage he still pays tribute to with his trademark frozen facial expressions. Ugh. He has a brother, Buckley Swanson Peck Carlson. Ugh, these you don't names. really need to know anything about him, but how about those names, huh? Buckley might have and tried Tucker to downplay their wealth, but downplaying was never Tucker's style.
0: Well, I'm like extraordinarily loaded just from like money I, you know, inherited, but I've never oh, needed scumbag.
2: to work. He didn't need to work. We could be living in a world where Tucker Bronson McChad Carlson isn't on TV every night. But luckily for America, that didn't happen. After college, Tucker took his talents to journalism, rising to prominence as the liberal's favorite conservative. Everyone liked him. He seemed normal and unwhite Stupid bow ass- Tucker, Swan Lake, McNordstrom Carlson took that palatable conservatism to CNN and PBS, eventually becoming the perpetually bow-tied co-host of CNN's Crossfire. There he helped steer cable news away from meaningful discourse and more towards people shouting talking points at each other, like a housewives reunion. It was going great until one day when a Comedy Central extremist infiltrated the set and wrecked havoc. Your partisan, um, what do you call it, hacks. Now, this is theater. I mean, it's, it's it obvious. No, no. it H- how old are you? 35. And you wear a bow tie. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> so- After surviving that ugly attack, Tucker made the difficult decision to move on. Desperate times called for desperate tuckers. So the butterfly (laughs) emerged from yet another cocoon and flew to MSNBC, where he was both respected and likable. Someone you could definitely trust, like Matt Lauer. You know who was pals with him back then? Rachel Maddow. It's weird to see now, like Emperor Palpatine going to brunch with Baby Yoda. (laughs) Carlson's low-rated MSNBC gig didn't last long, but his personal brand only grew stronger. He was not going to rest until the world knew all 36 of his names. Having flunked out of TV twice, Tucker Seamus McDuck Carlson began rebuilding his journalism career by working with one of radio's most respected broadcasters, Bubba the Love Sponge, where he was able to channel his inner shock jock.
0: I love women, but they're extremely primitive. If you're talking to a feminist and she's giving you, you well, you know, men really need to be more sensitive and just, you know, actually, you just need to be quiet and kind of do what you're told. Oh, my God. I'm not defending underage marriage at all. I just don't think it's the same thing exactly as pulling a child from a bus stop and sexually assaulting that child. The rapist in this case has made a lifelong commitment to live and take care of the person. So I, it is a little different. Unbelievable. Rock is a crappy place filled with a bunch of, you know, yeah. semi-literate, keep primitive buried, monkeys in Canada. I call them our retarded
1: cousins. Unbelievable. She f- <laughs> you said it. I'm just agreeing with you. Wow. Wow. I don't want to get into trouble playing this whole video. I'll give me a copyright strike so just a little reminder not that we really needed one but how disgusting Tucker Carlson and now what do you expect when living in a country where that that is um the one of the top rated cable news shows spreading lies and th- they're killing people now okay right now twintler is having another nuremberg rally and this is where i was trying to find some f- pictures of it wait hold on a second guys i'll be right back this is tara devlin unapologetic liberal talk oh my god all right so here let's look at twitter together right now let's see let's do that and do this alright Trump takes the stage to a standing ovation we don't have to endure that look at all those white people look at all of those white hands but I was trying to find some pictures because I saw some pictures earlier of some of the dumbasses at the, um, at the dumbass Nuremberg rally. Well, let's just put it this way. No one's wearing a mask. <laughs> I mean, I think I saw one in the whole section. Look, garbage people, literally, yes. They're wearing garbage bags. And, okay. The point is... What I'm trying to say is, I don't care. Let them get coronavirus. This Darwin, take the freaking wheel already. The Delta variant, apparently, is so transmissible that you don't even need extended exposure. You could just be walking down the street with somebody, or let's say walking on, going in two different directions. The person passes you is carrying the delta variant it could jump to you apparently like you don't need to be um in that you know close contact or or exposed for a long period of time and it can if one person has that delta variant you think how many people are are vaccinated in that crowd the thing about the vaccinations that we are finding out is that people who are who are vaccinated it's not not that they won't get it but they stand a chance of not dying from it and if you're not vaccinated it will kick your ass and you will die Uh, okay responsibility party of personal responsibility take responsibility darwin take the wheel and uh, we all know how th- the past couple of days for some reason sean han i i don't know why sean hannity now some of the fox news morons are are telling their dumbasses to to um get the vaccine but there, again it's mixed messages because apparently sean hannity after saying get the vaccine then he came out and said he wanted to clarify that he wasn't telling anybody to get the vaccine hello um because their freedom of choice you see they're, they're pro-choice in regard to the vaccine now all of the sudden vaccines are something that uh, are, became political all of a sudden if it were up to these pricks we'd still have polio you know kids would still wake up uh, paralyzed hopefully they're kids but um the rest of well not that the kids deserve it but you know this is what happens party of personal responsibility take responsibility what what are the chances that arizona let me see something here What's the COVID rate in Arizona? I'm only doing this to give myself some hope right now. COVID Arizona. We got to endure this shit constantly. Maybe this is Mother Nature's way, you know? Maybe God, if there is a God. He's trying to tell these freaks something. Let's see. COVID-19... Arizona reports 1,500 new COVID-19 cases. Additional, this was nine hours ago. Please get the vaccine. Governor Ducey urges Arizonans to get the COVID-19 vaccine as numbers rise. So, Governor Doug Ducey. This is from AZ Central. Is again encouraging Arizona residents to get vaccinated as COVID-19 appears to be surging again in the state. Please get the vaccine, Ducey, a Republican, said on Friday in a written statement posted on his website. Medical professionals in Arizona and across the country all agree getting the vac- getting vaccinated is safe. It will protect you and is the right choice. As of Friday. Nearly 45% of Arizonans were fully vaccinated, which isn't near enough. Uh, what do you think the percent of the Republicans in that trump rally? Well, they're all Republicans, but the, what do you think the vaccine vaccination rate in there is? Because you know they wear their unvaccinated status like a badge of honor. They're doing it to please their dumb furor for some reason. Who got vaccinated? his whole fucking family's vaccinated pardon my language so all of them are vaccinated. oh tucker swanson chicken murder and carlson is vaccinated hannity the stupidest person in media he's vaccinated they're all vaccinated they don't but they don't seem to give a crap if their if their supporters die i don't understand that really but okay fine and go for it. You want to not take the vaccine? J- do just do us a favor. When you get it, stay the f home and die. Don't go to don't go to the emergency room and bother our already stretched thin first responders and doctors and nurses on the front lines. You're gonna you're the ones who poo poo this. These people haven't had a damn day off in a year and a half because of you party of personal responsibility now they have pro-choice when it comes to not giving a shit about anybody else but themselves that's what it is they will never do their patriotic duty ever because it's not in their dna and i always i say this all the time that this is what it is to be a republican they're not patriots because you you can't be a selfish prick and be a patriot. Those two things don't coexist. You have uh, what's a patriot? Pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. Patriot pe- people who are patriotic care. They care about their fellows, their fellow citizens, their fellow Americans, their neighbors, their fellow Americans or wannabe, or just other human beings. You care. You get the vaccine because it mi- it might save your life. It might save your neighbor's life. That's why you wear a mask. What the hell is the problem with that? They say, like Tucker Carlson said, wearing a mask is a way that they are um, they're conditioning you to conform. Are you kidding me? That's I mean that's why i say that these people are unfit it has nothing to do with co- everything that that is something that is not a, is not selfish is considered somehow an infringement on their freedom to not give a crap about anybody else but themselves that's it we have an obligation to each other that's the way human beings were made we live in this country together unfortunately I had to be born here with these Trump in this period of time. But because of that, we, hey, as human beings, we have to, we care about each other. We have to worry about each other. Because it, everything, it's, we're all connected. It's, it affects e- each other. If you decide, if, uh, half, less than half... Of your state is unvaccinated, you're in trouble. You're in big ass trouble. Dum dums. And then they can if you go to um if you go to a store with a mask on, then you get these idiots saying, take your mask off. How dare you? I'll wear a friggin' mask, I'll wear a goddamn whatever the hell I wanna wear. Who the hell are you? these are the freedom lovers, right? But they're all up in arms, they're triggered. But don't worry, Republicans. That's what it really is about. We will never expect you to give a crap about anybody else but yourself. We won't, we won't expect you. We never expect you to do something for your fellow Americans. That's not the way you are built. We just ask you to stay the F home when you get the coronavirus. Don't bother us. Don't, don't show up at the emergency room. Don't, I mean, they, you, we, he, we hear stories about these Republicans who, um, they get tested or wait, they get a, sim- well, we heard the story about this guy who, who felt sick, who suspected that he had COVID, but didn't want to go and, um, uh, have the numbers confirmed because he didn't want to add to the cases of Uh, under twitler's watch so instead i he 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 went about his life spreading it to people who and who the hell knows who died but this is the republican way there will be more death that's the truest thing that twitler ever said there's going to be a lot of death remember when that prick said that there's going to be a lot of death oh and that's the way they love it it's like an aphrodisiac for republicans but we know for a fact now um during the um, i guess the the campaign season which is probably all real all year round at this point it's so irritating Um, Trump campaign rallies led to more than 30,000 coronavirus cases. That's it? I was shocked to to read that. That's it? There has to be more. Researchers looked at 18 Trump rallies held between June 20th and September 22nd and analyzed COVID-19 data the weeks following each event. The researchers found, you know, they do contact tracing. That's what they do. Um, that the rallies ultimately resulted in more than 30,000 confirmed cases of COVID-19. They also concluded that the rallies likely led to more than 700 deaths, although not necessarily among the attendees. Well, we know one guy, uh, what's his name, who died? Ben, not Ben Carson, who's the other guy? The other uh, person of darker pigment that they... Who's the guy that died of COVID? Died of COVID. The one who attended the Trump anti-rally. You guys will tell me on the chat. COVID. Um, God, I hate when that happens. Died of COVID. Trump rally. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. That's yes, right. The pizza guy. Remember that? Oh, my God. My mind... What a, what a shame when I I think of things all the time like the, all of why do these things have to be in my mind you know like the, the thought of Herman Cain why does that have to be in my mind Herman Cain's the ad you know when I think of Herman Cain I think of that ad that for whatever reason they created where Herman Cain's I think he was a campaign manager was smoking. You guys remember that. <laughs> this is what we have to deal with. These unfit kooks. Wait 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 here if, if for those who who missed it, let's watch. Hold on where is it? So many buttons to push? Let's see Herman Kane, here we go. United States of Mark Block here. Since January, I've had the privilege of being the Chief of Staff to Herman Cain and the <laughs> Chief Operating Officer of the Friends of Herman Cain. Tomorrow is one day closer to the White House. I really believe in your Herman Cain will put United back in the United States of America. And if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be here. We've run a campaign like nobody's ever seen. But then, America's Oh, is that never where you got it from? Like, like nobody's Cain. ever seen? Like nobody's we ever seen? We need you to get involved because together we can do this. We can take this country back. I am America. I am smoking in. at you and smiling in your face what, what is this smoking why, why are you smoking it's very bizarre <laughs> who thought of that they had a meeting about this and they had to discuss their campaign ad okay let's have an ad where we talk to this guy this pacy face white cracker And then at the end, he's going to take a drag off a cigarette and blow it in your face. Why? Uh, Why do we have to deal with this? (laughs) You know what I mean? This is bizarre. It's bizarro world. These people are unfit. This ad itself shows us. They think that this is that was an ad (laughs) that's a that's a political ad what you and then meanwhile the democrats normal people progress we're out there making actual ads you know thinking about it could you imagine if somebody on obama You know, they, oh, that's the thing that the Republicans used to get on his ass about, how he was smoking. They would post the picture of Obama smoking, because we were supposed to be disgusted by that. But could you imagine? Of course you couldn't imagine, because it wouldn't happen. And all you got to do is play the game of what if, and we know just what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a bunch of unfit people. Hypocrites, who shouldn't be anywhere near the halls of power. They're not capable. But to get back to Arizona, just briefly. I, I'm okay with it, guys. Am I? Should I be a better person? I heard people on online or whatever, people on different shows discussing that, and somebody I think I don't know it was on Stephanie Miller or something. One of the the sidekick said oh we're better than that we shouldn't wish them harm i don't wish them harm i really don't but i i wish they would not be um unpatriotic assholes who are basically putting a they're they're playing russian roulette with their friggin lives taking their lives in their hands i mean they they are asking for it all right really COVID, what what's up with you, COVID? You got a whole Trump and Z rally there to spread around, to, to pass from one waste of human DNA to another. What are you waiting for? And even the ones who are, you know, if you are someone who's vaccinated and you could carry it and you could give it to somebody who's not vaccinated. So, but... Of all, so we're talking about uh, Arizona, less than half of the population is vaccinated there, but you know that it's it's worse than that at the Trump-NZ rally. It's got to be. Like 70% are not vaccinated, at least, because they've turned it into um, you know a political badge of honor. Okay, good. Prove it. For example, show, show me how much you love your your glorious dumb Fiora. don't wear masks go to super spreader events touch your face hug each other kiss each other do what you gotta do high five you know you know they're not washing their hands they're disgusting and in fact who's this um speaking of wash hands remember who is that fox news guy i'm sorry i'm a lot of things are escaping my mind names today but there was a fox news host who admitted he hadn't washed his hands in five years who is that wash hands fox news let's see admits let's see fox news host news host admits he hasn't washed hands in 10 years here it is see right here fox news host not five years 10 years like i said pete Heg hegseth hegseth all right my name is tara devlin be right back see look bbc news Fox host says he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years. Fox News host Pete Hegseth has said on air that he has not washed his hands for 10 years. Ready, guys? Ready? Because germs are not a real thing. Speaking on Fox and Friends, Hegseth... Is that, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. I don't watch that swill. I have a limited lifespan as it is i don't want to waste it Seth said the infectious microorganisms did not exist because he couldn't see them with the naked eye i inoculate myself added the harvard and princeton graduate his remarks came after co-hosts ed henry and Jedediah B- Baila, or bila made fun of him for eating leftover pizza isn't he disgusting my 2019 resolution is to say things on air that i say off air hegseth added his comments were met with support both support and concern on social media oh my god some guy smithy mhs writes i'm with you on hand washing i almost i'm almost 70 and haven't had a cold or flu in years our bodies need some germs to learn how to fight them. Too many germophobes out there. I wonder if Peter Hexeth would be cool with restaurant workers preparing his food and deliberately not washing their hands. It's disgusting. They're gross. Mr. Hexeth later told USA Today his remarks were intended to be a joke. Well, they're all... This what, that's what they say. Whenever they get caught with their uh, foot in their ass... I take care of myself, but I don't obsess over everything all the time. Of the public reaction, he said it was ridiculous. And that, um, that people take things so literally and seriously that their heads explode. Oh my God. This is, these are, people are watching. People are watching that, that channel. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat yes I know my neck is red I have that dermographia it's annoying what Suzanne on Facebook says Tara Devlin someone hijacked my data and I had to uninstall my YouTube channel to keep up the great work and commentary Miss Tara Devlin I respect you Stay safe and strong and healthy and wear a mask and stay cool. Sincerely, Ms. Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. And uh, thank you, Anthony. I see you guys on the chat on Facebook. But if you, eh, come on over to YouTube, guys, if you can. There's a lot of people in the chat room on YouTube. YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. And, well, while we're on COVID... Speaking of COVID, here's nothing, uh, something that's not surprising. Where the hell is it? Come on. I am America. I'm smoking in your face. Why? Why? That's what's so weird. It's bizarre. It makes absolutely no sense, and that's why they're unfit. Why would you do that? If somebody did that, like I, you guys know, I work in TV. If I came to work one day with a with that idea, you wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre. Okay, um, Phil Valentine, a right wing fascist host, who um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the with the fascists who. Funny enough, their famous last words usually are, um, I wish I had a vaccine while they're putting them under to intubate them. Well, this guy, who is another case in point, I'm at my breaking point. Radio host who regrets mocking vaccines is fighting for his life. And he's a guy who said that the, that people, well, what what was it? He said, if you're getting your child vaccinated, well, here's his tweet. I'll just say it. If you're getting your child vaccinated in light of the new information from the CDC, you're an idiot. How many people did he kill before, before he put a gun to his own head? A conservative radio host in Tennessee who repeatedly spread misinformation about the coronavirus and mocked vaccines, but changed his tune after falling seriously ill, is still fighting for his life on Saturday, weeks after contracting the virus. Phil Valentine, who uh, hosts a talk show on 99.7 WWTN-FM in Nashville is hospitalized and receiving supplemental oxygen while in critical care, battling COVID pneumonia. They say he's still not getting well. Please pray for me, his wife Susan told the station on Saturday morning. I'm at a breaking point, she continued. On Saturday afternoon, Julia Campbell surely declined to comment on her son-in-law's condition before hurriedly telling the Daily Beast, I certainly think people should get vaccinated. And the station itself, Supertalk99.7 WTN, wrote on their Twitter feed, morning update on Phil. Susan, his wife, asks for prayers. They say he's not getting well. Please pray for me. I'm at my breaking point. We continue to lift up our brother in prayers and ask that you do the same. Your kindness and support is overwhelming, and we thank you. Well, isn't it just like a Republican? They only see the light when something affects them directly. In the meantime, they'll continue to spread their BS and kill people. I I really don't care, though, at this point. Uh, not about him. I don't care about this guy, Valentine, Phil Valentine. I, I will not shed a tear i will not blink i do not care but i care about the bs the decent people that that people like him might harm i do, that's what i care about i don't care about F and phil valentine but i do care that somebody that stupid has a has a platform where they could spread their lies and kill people for what reason? What is your freaking reason that, you're, that you would promote this anti-vax BS in the middle of a pandemic? Why? What is wrong with you? It's, it's uh, selfishness, yet again. This, the, um, it's, it's like the Democrat Party thing. It, it, is, and it signals to the other fascists that you're, you're on their team. When you say Democrat party, then they are, they automatically know what they're, what, oh, you're in the club, what we're dealing with, right? Same thing with this anti-vax bullshit. They're signaling to the other traitors that they are a traitor too. That they're a Trump banzee, That they believe the con man, that for some reason they're, they're willing to die for this, this disgusting orange waste of human DNA, this scumbag, this America-hating, tax-cheating, filthy, disgusting, sexual predator pig. And No offense to pigs, because pigs I love. I love pigs. They're very charming, intelligent. They're cute. They're, they're, they would never behave like a trump z so i don't mean to insult pigs by calling them republicans because you know pigs are decent they're decent creatures and they also have uh, contributed to human the human species that's what we should treat pigs with honor and respect not republicans because the pigs, pigs that have done more for the species of human beings than uh, any uh, any Republican, than the entire history of Republicans. All of them. The collective. It's true. They, they, they're uh, used because, I mean, you guys know I don't eat animals, but besides the eating part that they have given their very lives for human sustenance, but they've also given their lives for human medical research and development and uh, different um, medicines and, and uh, treatments that people have now we, t- we benefit from because of pigs. So, but Republicans, w- that's beside the point. They, a Republican has never done a single thing prove me wrong okay eisenhower built the interstate highway system that's it anything else um nixon started the epa okay that's about it that they've been trying to destroy ever since And getting back to this Valentine, this pray for Phil that is now uh, on uh, his, his radio's Twitter feed, his, um, his whatever you call it, the network that he appears on. Valentine had repeatedly downplayed the COVID-19 uh, and dismissed guidance from health officials about the seriousness of the virus and the importance of getting vaccinated In a blog post in December, days after doses of Pfizer's COVID vaccine was first authorized for emergency use in the United States, Valentine said he was simply following logic and deciding by following this logic not to get vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, he wrote. I'm just using common sense. What are my odds of getting COVID? They're pretty low because you're the center of the universe, right, Phil? It's not that you can do your part to stop this filthy, disgusting virus from hopping from a person to person to person. Give it it a, a path and give it a dead end. That's what we're trying to do with getting people vaccinated. I'm just using common sense. What are my odds of getting COVID? They're pretty low. Well, (laughs) if only. Um, I'm doing what? Well, he said they're probably way less than 1%. I'm doing what everyone should do, and that's my own personal health risk assessment. If you have underlying health issues, you should probably get the vaccine. If you're not at high risk of dying from covid then you're probably safer he writes safer not getting it you disgusting freak i good i'm glad karma came back and bit you in the ass but unfortunately like i said how many people did he harm in the interim after confirming rumors of his diagnosis on july 11th valentine was initially well enough to report to listeners about his condition i think i'm on the other side of it he said of the virus on one occasion while describing painful coughing congestion and fatigue i'm certainly moving forward he said but not in a straight line valentine defended his decision not to get vaccinated as he began wrestling with the virus because this is what they do being a republican means never saying you're sorry that's it you never learn that's another of of, uh the republican party american dream it's never learn from anything you you're a horrible person just be as completely horrible as you can And never, ever, ever change, never learn, never adapt, never take in new information that maybe adjusts your thinking a little bit. I mean, that's the difference between them, between Republicans and normal people. Because when normal people get new information, we adapt, we change. We might change our point of view. We adapt and change to that new information republicans never never and just an aside for example the you know we're talking about earlier joe biden looking for bipartisan bipartisan i'm sick of it um with the infrastructure bill that now i was listening to the radio earlier and it came across the news saying that they're trying to find um common ground on infrastructure but they're at a bypass or an impasse not a bypass um impasse because the republicans think that infrastructure is um highways uh, that's it highways and the and the democrats want to um build high speed rail and public transportation infrastructure where the republicans only want to do Um, of anything if it concerns the interstate highways, you see? Because they're stuck in the past, and they want to drag us all there. They're stuck in times we need to leave behind. They're unfit. They're not fit for leadership. You want to build do uh, nothing. The, the, The goddamn world is flying around on bullet trains. And these pricks want to make sure that we don't join uh, that club where we can be proud, you know, proud of our America, that we're modern, that we're, you know, not looking like uh, the last time we ever um, did anything about infrastructure was in the 50s. That's for sure. So it's an embarrassment. They, they're all, they only think that the infrastructure should deal with the highways. No. So this is what I'm saying. Why? Why are we um, playing their game? What Joe Biden needs to say is they're not fit. They're not fit. This is the future. The future called. You know, it's uh, traveling at us at uh, top speed, whether we like it or not anyway back to valentine um he says he valentine defended his decision not to get vaccinated as he began wrestling with the virus insisting he had thought the disease wouldn't kill him well those are definitely famous last words before he was hospitalized valentine also announced on air that he was taking okay ready taking vitamin d like crazy well, how come uh, he wasn't taking hydroxychloroquine, right? And zinc? <laughs> I'm taking vitamin D. Y- you know what COVID says to vitamin D? Exactly. That's what COVID says. Oh, you're taking vitamin D, COVID says. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Uh, remember when Twitter was like vitamin D and, uh... Not vitamin D. He said, uh, hydroxychloroquine and zinc. That would... That's the cure. I mean, it's like Kim Jong-un. For real. These freaks think that Twitter this... This con man, with the fake university peddling, the fake vitamin scam-pushing pe- con man knows everything that's what that's that is north korea type cult that's what they think um everything that goes well it's also like scientology everything goes that goes on in north korea everything um has they do whatever they do however they do it is how the glorious leader tells them how to do it they they know everything the the kims know everything they know how to do everything correctly and you have to do it the way they say it no matter what no matter how whatever they just know it from osmosis like Twitler, he knew hydroxychloroquine and zinc that's the cure i mean he didn't know not to uh, steal from his own charity his fake sham charity and then had to have the charity shut down and he had to pay a fine because he stole from veterans that he pretended to care about i mean this is what they do of course everything's a con he didn't know that he didn't know uh, really how well he knows a lot really he uh, you know what you just got to say that he knows how to get away with everybody else holding the bag but him. Because he seems to be able to do whatever the F he wants, and uh, there are no repercussions. Will there ever be consequences for him? Even COVID. Get get him, COVID. Get him. Get him, Delta. God damn it. Really? Get them all. Get him. Okay, yeah, I, I better settle down. Before he was hospitalized, Valentine also announced on air that he was taking vitamin D and had found a doctor who had agreed to prescribe Ivermectin. What the hell is that? Whatever. The drug often used to treat parasites in animals has been touted in right... Oh, that's why I don't know about it. It's been touted in right-wing media circles as a promising COVID treatment. But the Food and Drug Administration has ca- has cautioned against it. Well, then, that's what they do. You gotta put doubt into the minds of the, of the dum-dums. And guys, this is the end of the Progressive Voices show. But there's more show at SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it, and live it. See you soon. all right we're back damn i didn't know about that treatment that ivermectin. i can't believe how fast the show goes anybody is this me or is it you do you feel that it goes by fast because i feel like i blink and the show is over and now i have other things and i didn't even talk about the uh, the other stuff yet here look at this look at this shit first of all he he found a doctor who agreed to prescribe him ivermectin right so i just of course i'm not a right-wing asshole so i had no idea what that was and i googled ivermectin and the first the first result that came up is from the fda and it says why you should not use ivermectin to treat or prevent COVID-19. God, can you believe them? They, 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 are, they are pathological in their, um, in their want to murder Americans. FDA has not approved ivermectin for use in treating or preventing COVID-19 um uh, taking large doses of this drug is dangerous and can cause serious harm never use medications intended for animals on yourself ivermectin preparations for animals are very different from those approved in you because people i i i suppose are doing what they did with hydroxychloroquine they're looking in their cabinets and saying oh look The president said this is going to prevent... Look here, Ma. We're going to treat our COVID with this hydroxychloroquine. And then these two assholes died. Remember, there's two jerk-offs from from, uh, Texas. Now, I think one might have lived, but she was in ICU. The husband died. Oh, God. The FDA has not reviewed data to support the use of ivermectin in COVID-19 patients. What well, I mean, what is wrong with them? Why are they so invested in um, their kook cures? You know, like why? Just take the fucking medicine that is prescribed don't go out i mean what is this whole um looking for some kind of well here see as i'm saying it it's coming to my it's because they're children this is right falls along the line of uh being on being immature they're looking for the uh just like the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness they're looking for the quick fix they don't want to do any work it's it's also like the the way that they um are trying to destroy democracy because democracy takes work so knocking on doors building coalitions all of that takes work and they they're too immature to do that babies can't do that you uh, te- teenagers can't do that well more just well not all teenagers let me take that back No offense to teenagers. Well, let's say uh, toddlers can't do that. But um, same thing with this. They're trying to find, instead of do what we need to freaking do to overcome this virus, they're looking for the side door. They're looking for the shortcut. Just wear your stupid mask, you dumb bastards. Take the freaking virus. Take the vaccine you scummies, and shut your trump holes. Ivermectin? Really? Yet again. So, this dumb asshole, uh, f- what's his name? Valentine. Valentine. What's his name? Valentine. Sorry. Phil Valentine. He. F- uh, I guess the ivermectin didn't work. The drug is often used to treat parasites in animals and has been touted in right-wing media circles as a promising COVID treatment, but the FDA has cautioned against it. But in the days that followed, Valentine's family shared with the radio station that his battle against the virus had become more dire and he was being hospitalized. In critical care, his brother, Mark, posted an impassioned message to Facebook on Wednesday suggesting that Valentine's fight for his life has persuaded me to get vaccinated. Oh, now you do. Now. When I was previously inclined not to do so, you stupid, stupid bunch of morons. Having seen this up close and personal, I'd encourage all, all caps, of you to put politics, politics, and other concerns aside. What, your concern that your dim leader won't trickle on you? When, when you beg him for a trickle, he won't. Uh, when you open your mouth and he trickles in, uh, in your mouth, he, he won't because you got vaccinated. I have seen this up close. Put politics and other concerns aside. Who made it political? Nobody made it political, but these jerks. A day later, during an appearance on WWTN FM in Nashville, Mark. Said his brother was regretful that he hadn't, um, that he wasn't a more vocal advocate for getting vaccinated. Yet again, that's what I say. Republicans only see the light when they are affected by something, or so they think. They don't realize that everything affects them. That we're all connected. So that's why we all got to do our part. You know. You know, toddlers, you know, babies. Just last month, Valentine even wrote and performed a parody song about, uh, to the tune of the Beatles' song Tax Man, called Vax Man, in which he appeared to mock vaccines. Let me tell you how it will be, he sang, and I don't care if you agree, because I'm the Vax Man, yeah, I'm the Vax Man. If you don't like me coming around, be thankful I don't hold you down. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's funny, right? Jesus Christ. Tennessee continues to rank among the lowest in the country for vaccination rates, even as cases are rising, largely from the highly contagious delta variants well you know what guys um it's gonna get worse because that's how variants are created the the vaccines evolve they i, I know that marjorie taylor Greene doesn't believe in evolution but the, another example of how unfit they are but vaccines evolve, and they mutate, and they change to more deadly variants. So this Delta variant is not going to be the last variant, thanks to these unvaccinated scumbags who are giving the vaccine um, a method of transmission. They're not doing their part. It's like these, it's like, think about any time in American history where We've had to pull together as a community to fight a common foe. How? Think about them in World War II when people were uh, collecting scrap metal, buying war bonds, not wearing nylon stockings or eating chocolate or uh, all of the sacrifices that people had to make. What would they do? Oh, that's too much. It's too much of an imposition on them. They're, uh, that's what being a Republican is. It's freedom. Not to give a crap about anybody else but yourself. Freedom! D-U-M-B. All right, in the interest of time right now, as it's ticking by, let me see, what the hell time is it? we got 25 minutes left so that's a good time to talk about i wanted to talk about the well what else what did i have on the list here i don't think i'm gonna get to all of it but well i guess we did i talked about tucker carlson i want and and trump is holding a super spreader event okay and uh brett kavanaugh is unfit now i did another i did a a shorter video about this but i want to stress again that uh, uh, for a backgrounder for those who don't know the it came out i think a couple of days ago now excuse me the fbi Uh, confirmed what we already knew that the that the investigation the uh, the sham investigation into brett kavanaugh was a sham that the 4500 tips credible tips that they received were never followed up on and the more pertinent um, tips were were funneled directly to twitler's white house where they were immediately flush down the memory hole and i'm sick of it okay so now just like republicans this is what gets me sick guys we find this out now and he's still gonna remain on the court there's not there, there'll be no repercussions for the republican dirty tricks this reminds me of George W. Bush in t- in the year two thousand, Bush v. Gore, when the Supreme Court stopped the vote count before the before the Florida vote count was was completed, and installed Twitler. I, mean, tw- <laughs> I mean the uh, Twitler Junior, George W. Bush, the precursor to Twitler, and uh, what so the um, New York Times down the road after the election was over and, and George W. Bush was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes placed there by the Republican Supreme Court, The um, the New York Times counted the votes. They... They got all the the val- the ballots, and they counted all the votes. And by any measure, this is how they reported it, by any measure, however the, however you counted it, hanging chads, dimpled chads, all of the remember the, the that friggin nightmare, but by any measure, Al Gore won the election. And this came out on September eleventh, two thousand and one the story came out and i guess oh well well but let's say it didn't happen september 11th it didn't happen and the new york times reported that by any measure al gore won the election what would have happened nothing see if this was uh, were a true and functioning constitutionally limited democratic republic we would have the guy who won would be the president. Not the, not the one, the less vote getting guy with connections. But here we go again. The same thing, I feel in a, in a different way, but the fix was in for Kavanaugh. We know that he could have raped somebody on the, on Lindsey Graham's desk. And they would have shoved him in there. Uh, the other day, uh, not too well. Not the other day. A couple weeks ago, I was. I think I told you guys about. It. I was watching Morning Joe, and they were talking about Supreme Court, whatever. And uh, Joe Scarborough went on about how Kavanaugh was, uh, how, how uh, I can't remember how he how he phrased it, but it was. Basically, he was saying that Kavanaugh, that they had um, made things up about him. And we—that that is just complete and utter bullshit that is generated from the right-wing fascist propaganda outlets. That's not what happened. Christine Blasey Ford came forward after this frat boy, pasty face, frat boy, sexual predator was... In, put up for nomination onto the Supreme Court, she came forward with pertinent information that this person is unfit. He should not be in a a position of power, especially over the entire future of the United States. And Christine Blasey Ford, they eviscerated her, and it continues, Joe, just like Joe Scarborough saying that, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how he put it. It was so offensive that th- they rewrite history this way. Kavanaugh not only was unfit for, f- to be in the Supreme Court because of his um, history of sexual assault, but his antics during the process, the confirmation, should have eliminated him immediately. In no world that uh, a, a, some, someone with darker pigment, a woman, if any, uh, anybody who wasn't a pasty face white, cracker, frat boy, if anybody uh, went up there and behaved like that, they would have been escorted out of the room with by security and um if anybody <laughs> if you don't remember here let's let me play this where is it oh man hold on i had all these videos now they're gone well i'll find them right here well, just the I like beer. I like beer.
0: Yes, we drank beer. Uh, my friends and I, the boys and girls, yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. The mm-hmm. drinking age, as I noted, was 18, so the seniors were legal. Senior oh. year in high school, people were legal. Well, no,
1: no problem. To drink. No drink. Eh?
0: Yeah, we drank beer. And I said sometimes, sometimes probably had... Too many beers, and sometimes other people had too many beers. We drank beer. We liked beer. Many nights I worked out with other guys at Tobin's house. (laughs) This guy.
1: Tobin. Look, he's crying about Tobin. Working out at Tobin's. He was the great
0: quarterback on our football team. And his dad ran workouts. or lifted weights at Georgetown Prep in preparation for the football season.
1: Can you believe this guy? And that that's on the Supreme Court right now. That guy. That scumbag. And what are we going to do about it? We need to expand the Supreme Court in the very least. This guy needs to be impeached, though. So um here's from where is it? S- Kavanaugh where is it? Kavanaugh Impeach Hold on a second. Yeah. From the New York Times details on fbi inquiry into kavanaugh draw fire from democrats just democrats see everyone should be appalled but we understand what we're dealing with we got one side that has no interest in democracy they are not just crossing the lines or violating norms they're erasing the lines altogether but the lines are in place for Democrats, of course, but there's no rules. There's no constraints on the, on the fascists, on the Republicans. Uh, and the New York Times says uh, FBI said some of the 4,500 4, tips it received about the scumbag Brett Kavanaugh were given to the Trump White House leading some democrats to call the process a sham just some some say it's a sham but some say it's not a sham some say one side did it some say another side some say both sides are the same this is Kate Kelly from the New York Times. Nearly three years after Justice Kavanaugh's tumultuous con- confirmation to the Supreme Court, the FBI has disclosed more details about its efforts to review the justice's background, leading a group of Senate Democrats to question the thoroughness of the vetting. Are you kidding me? Some Democrats, and just like I say, when, back during Bush v. Gore, when... Even though uh, the Republicans, like I I told you the story about my friend saying, oh, thank God, you know, Bush made it or whatever because she's a freaking Republican. I was like, you should be appalled, just as I am. It's not about the winner who's a winner. He's not a winner. You should be appalled that the Supreme Court installed this appalling scumbag. Well, that's the guy you like, but just that they wiped their ass with democracy. Unreal, right? The letter, in a letter dated June 30th to two Democratic senators, Sheldon Whitehouse and Chris Coons, and FBI Assistant Director Jill C. Tyson said the most relevant of the 4,500 tips um, received during the investigation were refers to the White House. <laughs> Whose handling of them remains unclear. That's what they say. Are you kidding me? They, went, they put it in the trash. The circular file. Here's Tara Jr. Jr., everyone. Everybody's asking for the cat. Get up here, kid. Get up here, kid. You bother me. But I mean, I love you. Look at this cat, though. Have you seen this cat lately? Look how cute he is. Aren't you good? You are good. You are very good. I love you. Are you the best ever? Yes. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Stephen Lee says democracy wins, I hope. And thank you, M. David Sorabi, for your super chat. Thank you so much and david m david writes and they call themselves moral and law and order people exactly it's all a sham but let me let me remind you guys that let's play the game again if this were the the shoe was on the other foot what do you think would happen what do you think the republicans would be doing they would be screaming bloody murder everyone uh from the uh, oval office on down and it wouldn't stand. And on their propaganda outlets, there would be an incessant drumbeat to impeach this illegitimate Supreme Court justice. And that's why I say about when I did, I did the video, the smaller, the shorter video about this, and we talk about this on the show all the time. Democrats, this is part of the reason that we do the show, and this is our show, that the, the Democrats need to um fight they need to fight like our lives depend upon it because it does they do and uh, they need to get in front of the every camera whenever they get in front of a camera they need to say the illegitimate supreme court the illegitimate amy coney barrett the illegitimate kavanaugh and the illegitimate gorsuch They're all illegitimate because they were put there by illegitimate means. And I don't care whether Mitch Moscow Mitch McConnell, however the gravedigger of American democracy, justifies it. That's what they do. They fix the facts around the policy. I don't care whether... I mean, they wrap their fascist autocratic takeover in the veneer of legitimacy. This is what... They all do. That's what all fascists do. So every Democrat, need, instead of just rolling over and saying, oh, well, we got Justice Kavanaugh. I guess he's there all the time. He was, he's there for a lifetime appointment. Oh, well. By hook or by crook, they, they cheated. They put him in there. by A, a, a less vote-getting con man pulled every dirty trick under the sun to put him in there just like he called the um uh ukrainian president and said we don't really need you to have an investigation just announce the investigation all you need is the cover of legitimacy the appearance of it that's what they did with this sham investigation so people who called them um Who are concerned because this unfit, this, this, I almost said tax genie, I don't know. He's, that's a whole other story. The, uh, this unfit frat boy has no business lording over the rest of us for his entire useless, drunken, I like beer life. Um, The, the Democratic Party needs to grow a, a spine and start fighting this, enough. He needs to be impeached. In the very least, they have to expand the court. I don't care if Moscow Mitch and the rest of the the traitors whine, and that's what they'll do. They'll say, oh, the Democrats are packing the courts. They say that. They actually say Democrats are packing the courts. when that's what they do. Jesus Christ. And here's the thing um, that really, uh, well, here's a couple of things. Um, If we don't expose and rally public support around removing these illegitimate Supreme Court justices, we're done. That's another thing. That's another recipe in an autocratic takeover. Um, Corrupting the judiciary. That's right out of the playbook. And I've been saying it. The Democrats need to say it. On corporate media, they need to say it. Even back when Mitch McConnell was doing it initially to Barack Obama, when he was doing it to us, actually, the American people, who voted for Obama in two landslide elections. But even uh, as he was doing it back then, I was saying, we need to be screaming about this. This is an autocratic coup. This is what they do. Um, Corrupting the judiciary is all part of it, just like they're doing with the secretaries of state all over the country. That's, an, you know, you just place these unqualified loyalists in positions of power, so they nullify democracy. When, next time, when, when we go and vote, and then they count the votes, and they insist on not certifying the votes, the corrupt secretaries of state that the that the loyalists, that the Trump-NZ loyalists put in there, will nullify democracy. This... Same thing with the judiciary. Then when we sue, when the Democratic Party, you start getting fundraising letters. We have to fight back against uh, this undemocratic, anti-American coup. And so you send money to them, and they go to court to try to, to, to get recourse in the judiciary, and they come up against the likes of Kavanaugh. And the, uh, and uh, on the way up the ladder to the Supreme Court, they'll encounter some of the other unqualified ju- uh, justices, jurists, whatever, judges that they put in there to nullify democracy. That's what they're there for. Like in every other fascist coup, you don't put all the ingredients of fascism together and then not bake the goddamn cake. That's what they're doing. So what are the Democrats doing? A couple of Democrats are are, uh, concerned and say this is a sham? The the president needs to come out with the power of the bully pulpit. And I know, oh, well, then they see he won't do it because he doesn't he doesn't want to um, give the impression that I guess things are as bad as they really are or he's it's, it's it's they're doing um they're giving legitimacy to the coup they're giving the coup cover and that's what the republicans they understand this they know that and that th- no matter what no matter what they do no matter how many lines they cross that the democrats will always fold and I've, I mean, for real, the, um, history will, <laughs> will revile these Republicans, but what are they going to say about the Democrats that allowed it to happen, that didn't fight like their lives dependent, like our lives depend on it. You know, when you're up against a battle for your existence, for the existence of democracy, you fight, you fight like a friggin' rabid dog if necessary, with everything you got, including the bully pulpit. You get up there and you say, this is illegitimate, that it should never have happened. This is a part of a, a, a coup, just like the voter suppression laws all over the country, based on the big lie, part of a coup. And the th- thing, what, what's the difference between this and that? It's just another angle that they're attacking us with. We're being hit on all fronts, but that's where we have to fight them on all fronts. And I do this show and we do the videos and and you guys support what, what we're doing here in the hopes that this gets out there, that we start pushing these people forward and that those who are reachable hear this message that we will not back down, that we have to fight because we're on the right side of history. It's the truth and decency, dignity, democracy. They don't have that. We are, we have morality. We have the uh, honor of everyone who ever died for democracy. That's what we're holding. And we have this obligation. If somebody could give their life, if they could storm the beaches of Normandy and overcome the fear of death and maybe some of them not make it back, if they could do that to stop fascism overseas, what are we willing to do to stop it here at home? It needs has to include at least us talking and rallying people to to the side of democracy and to let them know what is at stake here. This is what we're talking about. We have to fix these corrupted institutions. Otherwise, it's over. And it must include the... Um, some kind of consequences to this ju- this broken ass judiciary, and one of the things that before I see the time is whittling away. That's the way time is. Oh my God! But uh, the thing that really got me about the the whole Republicans is them saying I I thought I I knew something. Ha- I believe something happened to. Dr. Ford, something happened, but, um, not by, 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 uh, you know, frat boy, but uh, here's Dr. Ford. Let's see. I had it. Timing is everything.
2: Dr. Ford, with what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? 100%. 100%.
1: Exactly. You're one of the most traumatic events of your life. You're not confused about that. And they, they make me sick. You know? Not only does he like beer, he also said the same thing.
0: I'm not questioning that Dr. Ford may have been sexually assaulted. How dare you? By some person in some place at some you time. son
1: of a bitch.
0: But I have never done this,
2: Doctor Ford. With what degree of certainty do you believe Brett Kavanaugh assaulted you? One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: And to just negate that, here's Susan Collins. I am convinced that Doctor Ford believes what she told us, and that she was a victim, a survivor you. of sexual uh, she assault. She believes it, and that that. Has been a trauma that has stayed with her for her entire life. And thanks to you, it continues to exacerbate. You son of a bitch. And we continue to live in the consequences of the cowardly, disgusting, no-holds-barred Republican Party who hates democracy so much that they will obliterate the lines, they will, they will bulldoze them over and dynamite them like they've never been there in the first place. And that's what they're doing. So we have an obligation to, I mean, just think about Dr. Ford that what she put herself through that's a patriot right there to come forward against uh, up against all of the 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 most powerful people trump attacked her they all and putting herself at risk and her family we have an obligation to fight and make sure that that sacrifice as well was not in vain. My name is Tara Devlin. Guys, thank you for your support. We will keep the real liberal media going and growing. I'll keep doing the show. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin and I will see you very soon. Alright, guys, guys, guys. Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Ow! This little bastard just bit me. I just want to show you what how abusive he is here. He's not being abusive at this moment. Watch if I take my hand away. All right. Pet, 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 pet. Sure, now you're not doing it because you're being watched. (laughs) He did it again! Off camera. You little biter. Watch this. (gasps) Did you see that? Because he wants, he just wants to be pet. He thinks my hand is an object. All right. Thank you, Richard W. Thank you, Jim and Haiku and Errol Thomas and Stephen Lee and M. David Sorabi for your super chat. And thank you all for your everything, for your support. And guys, we'll keep going and growing. So um, if you can give the show a good review on iTunes, share the show with your friends and... Remember, I'm going to be on FYI Nation on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. FYI Nation will have um, live programming now from 8 p.m. to midnight. That's another independent liberal radio station that you should support and at least listen to and, and enjoy. We can all enjoy it. There are many ways to support. Yes, Tara Jr., Jr. for President 2024. You're being bad. You're being bad. Watch this. Wait wait a minute. Watch. Look at this. Look. Look at the bite. The biting. (laughs) It's getting beyond reason now. Stop it. Get a grip. Get a grip, Mister. (laughs) He's so cute. He is so cute. Oh, thank you, Robin M. I better get on the thank you list with the cool cats. Thank you, Robin M, for your super chat. Super chat. Super cat. Super chat. Super cat. Oh, you little brat. Super brat. Super brat. Super brat. Ah. All right. It's getting crazy up in this thing. So we'll try to do as many shows as possible, become a patron, and yeah, we'll, that's it. I don't know, whatever. You know the drill. And give the show a good review. I keep saying the same things. Listen, listen, listen. We will win. I gotta go because I gotta get the show ready for Progressive Voices. I explained it's another couple of hours. It's kind of annoying, so... Then the other half. Uh, I do the show and then I gotta cut it down to send to them. It's annoying. Guys, you're the best. And yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Haiku, here we see the vicious domestic cat in his natural habitat. Human finger snacks are a common staple of this ferocious beast. <laughs> exactly should do one of those National Geographic type videos. (laughs) All right, guys, 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 listen, listen, listen. We will win. We will. They know it, but all right. I have to stop being, Eh, you guys give me hope. I do get down about it all, but you guys give me hope. That's for sure. You get me out of bed in the morning, and you make me want to keep going. So sometimes I think about, fuck it, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, kid. But, you know, we have to fight. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, guys, my name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you guys very soon.